0: Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. On today's show,
1: we are catching up with State Representative Mike Sparks and a cast of thousands. See how this goes this morning with uh, Mike and all of our guests here and kind of what we're going to be talking about. Mr. Sparks, how are things at the state capitol?
0: Hey, doing good. Doing good, Brian. Just um, just confirmed a um, um, couple of uh, uh, judges and, and heading back and uh, wanted to have these interns on, uh, something different, you know, um, for uh, them to share uh, their experiences up here. And the, the good thing is about the Capitol and learning the legislative issues and how it can um, impact their career in the future. A lot of folks are political science degree majors, are y'all? Okay. You're, you international, business. international business, and you're pre-law, right? Okay, pre-law. Um, but, uh, yeah, it be something different. Can you hear us okay on the speakerphone?
1: I, I can hear you very well because, well, we all know that you're boisterous, but may have yeah, to get boisterous. the others a little Is that bit. it? <laughs> um, yeah, that, that, that's the word I'm going to go with. Get, so we can get everybody else uh, closer to the phone as as we begin talking. You, you had some bills that you wanted to discuss first, though?
0: Well, real, real quick, um, uh, just I know a lot of folks are um, – Concerned and teachers are concerned with some of the testing a few years ago. We just, um, uh, via computer, we just passed a bill yesterday that would allow, it's just TCAP test that would be administered by, via paper, not computer. So I think that's a step in the right direction. I think most um, LEAs would, would agree with that. They had a lot of hiccups. Um, but one of the issues that, that concerned me um, is, is the rise of Parkinson's disease. You know, I've had a few people ask me about it. So I went out to the day and hung out at a church with a music therapist of all things and they had um some Parkinson's patients and uh it's supposed to help with vocal cords and also we've got a piece of legislation just calling for music it's music uh, therapy week of the um late uh late this this month and um so they'll be coming up but um, but uh you know it's an issue that a lot of people aren't paying attention to, I don't think, until it affects you. Um, as you know, I've been concerned about the First Amendment and what I think is a is a threat to, to free speech. Um, you know, when I'm back in journalism, as you know, communications, and in fact, in front of every student, I've got a First Amendment card from MTSU. My professor gave me these, Dr. Eschenfelder, and I've just kept MTSU up, Dr. McPhee, Randy Boyd out of UT, and and a, a lawmaker had brought up that we needed more folks to go into communication and broadcasting. I was really shocked that Representative Johnny Shaw shared this. Well, it kind of opened up a door for me to talk about the First Amendment. And it opened up a door for me to brag on the late John Bragg, who was chairman of the committee I was sitting on, which is finance, finance, ways, and means. So it was kind of a strange, I call them coincidence, Godwink moments. And so I brought up. My professor and I took a little poll in my journalism class, and I said, um, "How many of y'all think that we need to, that Joe Rogan needs to be canceled?" And I don't know if folks are following the Joe Rogan controversy with Spotify, and I was so proud of those students. They said, "No, it's his First Amendment right. He ought to have, you know, his his voice." Um, and what was so cool? The professor, she said, "What are you passionate about?" And she asked one of the. It was a sidelines um, reporter, student now. And she said, what are you passionate about? And Brian, you know what the young man said? What's that? Take a guess what he said. I, I you don't know? No. You know what he said? He said, Jesus. I was, first of all, shocked, yet impressed that a young journalism student was talking about Christ. And I was like, wow, this is really um, interesting. Um, and, uh, uh, but that, that was kind of something that came out of our finance committee, just to be able to share that experience uh, there. But, um, but you know, some of my legislation will be introduced. I've got some co-sponsors. One, one of the bills I have is, you know, we're going to start losing correctional officers in our local jails um, because one reason, a lot of people don't want to work in, in, in law enforcement corrections, but the state's also handing out some pretty big sign-on bonuses and raises to the state. So we'll start losing local correctional officers. So I've got a bill that just allows corrections officers to, to have one college class um, at, uh, a state university or community college. Also, uh, if a teacher wants to go back to school to work on a graduate degree, they would be, it would be one, I call it a fee waiver, uh, class, um, that would be allowed. And then I've got that gun safe legislation that, that, um, sunsets, it ends June uh, 30th, but we're going to try to run that again where it cuts taxes off gun safety devices and gun safes, just, to, just to name a few. But, um, I'm going to turn it over to the interns and let them start, if that's okay with you.
1: Okay, let me ask you one one quick thing on this Joe Rogan uh-huh. thing. So, yeah. you know, there are obviously more than one side, but, you know, being, quote, canceled, what what does Spotify, do, do they have any rights in that in your mind? Because it yeah. it is affecting that company, and that company is losing money because of the actions of mr rogan so i mean where does that fall into it and first amendment right or or not
0: well i think that's a a great question because that goes back to the free market and and joe rogan is a powerful force um much more powerful than than some of the people that's trying to to cancel him. but i think the example is the cancel culture that we're facing and that's why i was sharing with these students right before we went on the air um, to, to be an independent thinker, don't just listen to CNN or Fox News. Be your own person and learn and investigate. And, um, uh, but, yeah, Joe Rogan has the right to, to go to, I think, somebody's offering him many more millions of dollars. I think it's Rumble. Um, and, uh, I mean, I predict Spotify is going to keep him, you know. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's, 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 it's a private company. You'd cancel who they want to, but let's just face it, there is a cancel culture across this nation that is a fe- that is a threat to our first amendment. Yeah. And and I'm not even gonna get into the churches. I had one other day being threatened to be their doors be chained. You know about the video that I made. Another African American church six years ago that was literally locked out by the city of Laverne. If you don't believe me, go to YouTube, type in word of life Laverne. They were out fifty six thousand thousand dollars in mortgage payments nobody come to their defense um and you know these are things that have existed it's not san francisco it's not detroit or new york there are things in our backyard and many of those people don't have a lobbyist they don't have an advocate they don't have a a government liaison helping them uh but it's real council culture is happening it's real
1: all right so um give us a little background on on interns are they interns there at the hill
0: Yep, yep, here, Cordell Hall. Um, how many interns, Shirley, are there total? Uh, probably
2: 75.
0: About 75 interns, and, wow. and you know, I often talk about Godwink moments. Well, my interns here come to find out she went to Thurman Francis where I went to Thurman Francis, she went to Smyrna High School where I went to Smyrna High School, and her grandfather's my deacon that calls me about once a week. Her father's a police officer, mom's a teacher at Blackman, is that right? They'll say hello. This is Sarah Snyder. Hey, I'm Sarah.
1: Hey, Sarah. Good to talk to you. We'll We'll kind of begin with you then uh, at that point. So what got you interested in in becoming an intern at the state capitol?
3: So I'm a pre-law major, and I was kind of looking for, you know, some hands-on experience uh, that had to do kind of with my pathway that I've chosen for myself. And uh, my uh, intern, I guess director at my university, she presented me with the opportunity, and I just kind of took it and ran with it. And, you know, there was multiple uh, interview processes that I had to go through between my university and between uh, the people here at Cordell Hull. And I was thrilled to find out that I got it. And I'm having a great time here so far.
1: So uh, what is your field? I mean, to, to be at uh, an intern at the state capitol, uh, uh, how does that fit into what you want to do uh, as a career?
3: Uh, well, you know, originally when I got here, I was looking, you know, to go to law school and be an attorney of some sort. But the longer that I'm here, the longer that you know, the possibility of being a lobbyist is kind of opening up to me. There's a lot of different things that I've been exposed to here that have kind of, you know, made me think more about what I want to do after I get my undergrad degree. So it's kind of every day presents something new.
1: Well, and I I think that's the unique thing about uh, an internship. You you may discover that. This is a whole new door that you didn't really think about or know about. Are you finding that to be the case?
3: Yes, for sure, for sure.
1: Oh, Awesome. Uh, who else is in the room that wants to uh, give us a shout?
4: Hello, I'm Wendy. I'm from the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga.
1: Uh, UTC, all right. So uh, w- a- as an intern that is from... That go to school at UTC and at the at the state capitol. How do you how do you do that? I mean, do you stay in Nashville? How does that work?
4: Um. Yeah. I actually um needed to find a place to stay. I was able to have. I have friends here, so I was able to find ways of staying here through that. I don't travel two hours a day every day. Yeah. There.
1: That would be that would be really tough. <laughs> Uh, so, Wendy, tell me a little bit about your background and and why you wanted to be an intern at the state capitol.
4: Yeah, so I actually graduated in December um, with a comparative politics and international relations major. Um, and last semester, I was going through my emails and I saw um, the director, the professor that's in charge of this program, sent out an email uh, saying that it was the last chance to apply for this internship. I looked a little bit into it. And I noticed that only students um, could participate in this. And when I emailed him about it, he gave me some options. So I'm actually doing this um, as a non-degree seeking student. But I just thought it would be a very um, important opportunity for me. Uh, I am, I've always, uh, since I'm doing comparative politics, I've always looked at um, worldwide issues. And I thought it was really interesting to see kind of at a local level.
1: Well, that, that's awesome. Now, again, what, what is your degree in?
4: Comparative politics.
1: Comparative politics. All right. Well, let's see if Mike can spell that. No, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> trying to think of what it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> <international>. is. <laughs> oh, okay. International, okay.
1: Oh, yeah. Go You've yeah, yeah. got to, got to yeah. get that part in there, too. Well, great. Anything else, Wendy?
4: No, I'm just really happy to be here. There's a lot of things that I'm learning every day, and I think I might go after. Since I already graduated, I'm already looking what to do after this internship, and I'm thinking of going to get my master's in public policy.
1: Oh, well, great. Well, great. Well, good luck to you, and uh, thanks for being a part of the show. Who else do we have with us today?
5: Okay, go ahead, sir. Hey, my name is Shamar Nash. I'm from the University of Memphis.
1: Shamar, is that what you said? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, University of Memphis. So uh, you're coming in from West Tennessee. And tell me about your interest in this internship program.
5: So uh, I've been a student athlete like majority of my life, really most of my life. And my last season was 2021. I had surgery and it just things panned out differently for me. But before um, before I transferred to the University of Memphis, I was at the University of Arkansas. And I was a double major in political science and African-American studies. So I had interest like everyone else um, in the internship to be an attorney as well. But things just panned out differently for me. Um, After I knew that football was over for me, I just wanted to see things from a different lens. And a friend of a friend referred me to the internship, and it's been a great opportunity. I've learned a lot of things that I had absolutely no clue about. Um, And every day I I just try to take it one day at a time and learn more and more as the days go on. That good day on
1: top of each other. Yeah, I, I think it's interesting. I mean, I, I know a lot of student athletes, and you spend so much time, and that's your focus, and and not that your studies aren't important. But I mean, when when something like that is is no longer happening, then it's kind of a a life reevaluation moment. And I guess that's kind of what happened with you.
5: Most definitely, it was a drastic change. Uh, but I do think that everything happens for a reason, and it's a blessing in everything that we go through. And um, I'm I'm super appreciative of just the opportunity. Honestly, um, I feel like there is like doing this. It just shows me that there's more to life than just being a student-athlete. I know sometimes people may view us as one-dimensional, but I want to kind of change their narrative as best as I can.
1: Well, that's awesome. So, well, I appreciate you spending a little time with us today. Uh, anybody else in the in the crowd?
5: Go ahead.
6: Well, my name is Cyrus Jones, and I attend MTSU.
1: What was your first name? Cyrus. Cyrus, all right. Yeah. Well, uh, so you're kind of a, a local guy, Middle Tennessee State University, uh, representing the Blue Raiders there. So tell me a little bit about your road.
6: Um, I happen to also be a constituent of Representative Sparks, and um, I attend MTSU in uh, majoring in political science. I, wanted, I knew I wanted to major in it, but I didn't know what exactly I wanted to pursue. After graduation, and so um, around sophomore, junior year, I started getting into campaigning after taking a class in uh, campaign management, but then um, I had the opportunity to apply for this internship, and I'm still interested in campaigning, but I wanted to kind of see if there was ways I can pivot into something else, maybe down the road, since campaigning is part-time, and I'm very glad to be here.
1: So, when you say campaigning, you, do you want to be a candidate, or do you want to be the ones helping the candidates?
6: Um, probably the one helping if running maybe down the line, but yeah. probably right now just to help.
1: Yeah, and that's that's a, a a big undertaking. So, have you seen your philosophy or what you thought uh, during your internship change at all, or or do you see things differently looking through the lens of uh, being an intern at the Hill? I mean, has it changed your perspective at all?
6: Um, I ter- I interned with a Democratic campaign firm. And so, in turning here, I thought, you know, maybe with it being a majority Republican, you know, it would be a little more um, of a different feel. But on a daily, on a daily basis, I would say you, you couldn't even tell political parties when you walked down the office and everything. And so, I would say it kind of has been different, but not totally.
1: Uh, I, I mean, you just watch Mike, um, you know, you, you can see the Republicans, their head's a little higher in the air, isn't it, you know? Just kidding. Yeah,
0: sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> uh, we do all right over here. Who you, in, you interning with? Uh, Senator Sutherland. Oh, Sutherland. Okay. Okay.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. That's that's very
7: neat. So.
0: Then yeah, we've got. Uh, go ahead, Jonathan. Jonathan. Hey, I'm Jonathan Helton from Freed-Hardeman
7: University.
1: All right. Well, tell me a little bit about your internship and uh, how that's going there for you.
7: I am really excited to be here. Um, actually, before I went to college, before I went to college, I had end- I had shadowed a lobbyist up here. So when I got to freed Hardeman, I knew this was an option for me, I planned for it. So ever since I got to college, I've been planning for this. I'm now a senior and I'll graduate in May, um, I'm a political science student, and this internship's really cool because it's showing me that at the state and local level, a lot of things aren't super partisan. It's not a bunch of people yelling about how much they hate the other party, it's people who are working together, and it's most of the bills are small changes. and you know a lot of them you know it's a constituent or it's a association who comes to a representative or center and says hey you know we've got this small issue can we change up some of the language in this law and they work on doing that so it's not it's not a bunch of yelling and that's that's been really refreshing as someone who's Um, studied politics for a couple of years.
1: Yeah. I I would think it's also pretty interesting to see that even a small change could mean millions of taxpayer dollars. And so you have to be very careful and, and, and vet any changes and get lots of opinions and things of that nature.
7: Oh, absolutely. And so I'm working with the finance chairman, Bill Watson. So, you know, you mentioned millions of dollars we're dealing with the budget process right now, so I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, most certainly. Yeah, I, I thought it was interesting you said that this is something that you had planned for since you started college, so it has to be kind of a, a, a cool reality for you now.
0: Oh, yes, definitely. Oh, well, that's great. All so right. we've, got, uh, we've got one 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 last uh, uh, intern. Go ahead.
2: Hi, my name is Jalen Edwards. I'm a senior international business and pre-law major studying at this University.
1: All right. Jalen, you said? Yes. Okay. Well, tell me about um, what, what this internship means to you.
2: So I'm interested in going to law school and studying law. I'm actually applying this um, application around. Last semester, I actually interned at the Nashville-Davidson County Mayor's Office. So I wanted to look for another um, internship within state and local government. So I applied to this internship, and luckily I'm able to be up here. Um, This internship actually means a lot to me because I've always said that I've wanted to go to law school for the longest time, but I feel like you don't really know that you want to go or you don't really know if you're going to like it until you actually get there. So I think just being here, this internship has really confirmed that studying law and practicing law is something that I really want to do. So I really enjoy my office, I really enjoy all the work that I do, and I also enjoy that the senators and also the other people that work in our office like they don't take like our position as an intern lightly like they definitely praise us for the work that we do so it's just exciting knowing that they genuinely enjoy us being up here
1: oh well that that's that's very cool i'm sure they appreciate that and uh that's not just uh being a coffee fetcher for instance
0: yeah. yeah. Sarah's never. Sarah don't even know how to make coffee, do you? I was trying to teach her the other day. I'm making my own coffee. Walking down the hall with a bite you know. So I'm trying to teach her.
1: Well, you know, and and Jalen, if if you really, you know, want to get into law and see what it's like to sue a state representative or something, I'm sure Mike would be game.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tried to. um You know, Brian, I don't know if if you remember, we had Michaela Martin on. I think it was a was a year and a half ago, I guess, and. um that 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 radio show, that interview that she was on, I really think led to a job. Uh, she got a phone call that night from the representative, and I don't think Representative Keem would mind me sharing this. He's out of Chattanooga. He ended up he ended up hiring her, offered her the job. Uh, so I, I do think the radio show, because if you remember, she really bragged on the guy. And, you know, even though he's out of Chattanooga, he's in a minority party. When you're in a minority, you've really got to work with people, be likable, and. To get to get some things done, and Representative Yusuf is a is really just such a nice guy and um, strong man of faith, and uh, he he tends to connect with a lot of members up here. So, your your radio program helped lead to her getting hired.
1: That's awesome, Mike. Uh, we got to get here, but I appreciate you spending some time with us today and uh, having all the interns available there. It's been kind of a fun show.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna we'll try to have some more up, Shirley, uh, in in two weeks.
1: Okay, that sounds good. Well, we'll catch right, you then. Thank you, Brian.
0: Yes, sir. Take care.
1: Bye. That's uh, State Representative Mike Sparks and uh, a few of the 75 or so interns at the state capitol, uh, keeping things going up there and getting a lot of great uh, experience, it sounds like. So thank you for uh, being a part of the show. Hey, if you missed a part of it want to check out the podcast, head to WGNSradio.com under Podcast and Rutherford Issues or Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Facebook Audio, wherever you listen to us.